The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions of WBGR Network. Any questions or concerns about what is said should be directed to the show host, whose information will be provided upon request. George Floyd was brutally murdered. How many times do we need to ask you to listen to your plans? What will it take for one of us to be murdered by police brutality? What if I was George Floyd? If I was George Floyd? What if I was George Floyd? 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 I am George Floyd. I am. Breonna Taylor. I am Ahmaud Arbery. I am Eric Gardner. I am McCormick Dunn. I am Tamir Rice. I am Trayvon Martin. I am Walter Scott. I am Michael Brown Jr. I am Samuel Du Bois. I am Frank Smart. I'm Philip White. I am Jordan Baker. We will not be silenced. We assert our right to peacefully protest. It shouldn't take this long to admit. So, on behalf of the National Football League, this is what we, the players, would like to hear you state. We, the National, National Football, Football League, League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit wrong and silencing our players from peacefully protesting. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black, black lives, lives matter. matter. Black lives matter. Black people in our country. First, my condolences to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of Black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Without Black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of Black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. Welcome to Real Life Sports. I'm your host, Kendall Lewis, as always. As you just heard, you heard the NFL's response to the players' video for protest. Today, we're in a very, very, very sticky situation as far as the injustice and systematic racial, racial injustice that plagues our city and our town and our country. As a unit, we have to be better as a unit and as a country. But in the NFL and in all sports leagues, we use those to separate ourselves from the reality of what we have to deal with on a daily basis. It is in this time that we are actually using sports to not only amplify, but to get our point across on, on a much higher level and a much bigger scale. The NFL players have come out and asked the NFL to put out, a, put out their wrongdoings as far as them not protesting against, um, uh, against the uh, players and as far as them responding to the Black Lives Matter. With 
with the video we just saw with Roger Goodell saying that he does agree with Black Lives Matter, he does want to show everyone that we are a peaceful and united nation, it is up to the, the NFL to prove to everyone and their own players that the NFL is not a racist and unjust system. We've already seen that there's a lot of racial injustice goes on in the NFL in itself with only three to four uh, head coaches and and two GMs with uh, with 30 teams having the in total. It is impossible for us to sit here and say that there is no race. There's not racism in the NFL, which coach Fangio just recently pointed out. We have to sit here and put we have to work together as a unit and the NFL has a, a rare opportunity to go to sign Kaepernick and put him in a position to show him them that he is one of the leaders that they sh that we should follow in that video that they protested we noticed that they did not point out Colin Kaepernick which the NFL players specifically asked them to do I think that Colin Kaepernick is still a, a viable player and it still is a really good player in the NFL and a really good quarterback and I think that is the reason that is one that is one thing the NFL can do. The NFL should invite Colin Kaepernick not only for a tryout, but multiple teams should give him an opportunity to play on their team and to to uh, win a starting job on this team. Of course, he has to earn it. Of course, he has to do everything in his power to deserve that position. But in order for the NFL to truly make a change, if they really truly want to, as Roger Goodell spoke out onto that on that on in that video. They would have to change their, their position on Colin Kaepernick. And Colin Kaepernick would have to be able to get the right and a righteous opportunity that most most uh, NFL players of his caliber get. But in order for them to do that, they have to not only agree that admit that Colin Kaepernick was right, but also admit to themselves. And that is a heart issue that I think that is going to take time. Do I believe Colin Kaepernick will be in the league any, within this year or next year or anytime soon? No, but in order for the NFL, but I do think if the NFL does want to see real change, they should in order in, in order to in order to show that they are against the systematic racism that is that has plagued our nation throughout our entire country and throughout the entire livelihood of our country. Speak and and with that being said, one of the pillars of the NBA and the NFL, Drew Brees, recently came out, and he had his own. He had had asked the question about what he should do as a leader in the NFL, dealing with situations of racist oppression and things of that nature. He came out and he said the he had his issues with what what the flags represented, and he immediately re reacted to the flag. We see that he came back and apologized, but. For most, when Colin Kaepernick came out, I was looking for Drew Brees, a Drew Brees-esque player, meaning a white quarterback, to stand up and stand with Colin Kaepernick. When you have white players such as Chris Long, who are linebackers, not the same position as a quarterback, which is the number one position on the football field, the most prioritized position on the field, if you have a white quarterback to stand up for the systematic oppression and the systematic racism that not only plagues the, this country but plagues the NFL you would also probably have seen Colin Kaepernick be in that be in a better position to be uh, both be um, be a part of the of the league and be back into the league now I'm going to now we're going to go ahead and play the Drew Brees video so here is apology I 
know there's not much that I can say that would make things any better right now, but I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people, especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and, and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change in regards to legislation and so many other things to bring equality to our black communities. I am sorry, and I will do better, and I will be part of the solution, and I am your ally. And I know no words will do that justice. That's gonna have to be. Should we go ahead and change and turn our hearts and, and forget what D Drew Brees says when he, when he said initially that the flag was his main priority, basically? No, we should not. But however, we should, we should understand that he can have a change of heart. I am a big, I, I, I'm big on second chances. We as black people need to understand and, and realize that the second chances that we are asking for that normal white people and other people of other races get, we need to have that same type of reference and, and attitude towards those who make mistakes as far as their racial uh, thought process and how they view things. Do I think Drew Brees has totally changed his heart? And do I think he definitely meant what he said when he says it? Of course. Do I think that he has doesn't have the same, do I think he has, doesn't have the same uh, awareness to the social injustices that he, he, he claimed he did at one point? No. But at the same time, we do not need to condemn them to the point of no return. I think with, with, with Drew Brees, we have to we see him as, as the individual that he is, but we also have to move forward and, and condemn him and teach him. Teaching our other white brothers and sisters how to how to be as far as dealing with black people and dealing with the oppression that we deal with is a very key part of our our future and what we must do in order to be successful and to change the future that we must have. When we come back, we're going to talk about the NBA coming back with the playoffs, the 22 teams that got in and who did not make it and why. Sports is what we do. It's the fast track at peak speed, moving across the ice, blockers, hitters, B-team, beatdowns, and knockouts, doubleheaders, playoffs, touchdowns, smackdowns, on the mat or on the track, the spirit of a champion, the triple-double, <laughs> make that double front flip. This is what we do. Welcome back. Today, so the NBA has decided to uh, re come back with the NBA and start the playoffs off right. So we have a two a twenty two team playoff, which includes a thirteen with which includes thirteen Western Conference teams and nine Eastern Conference teams, eight regular season games, and a possible playing tournament with, for the eighth seed and the playoffs. The rules are as follows. 
The regular season will extend 16 days to with five to six games per day. There will be four hours between games on each individual court to accommodate overtimes, cleanings, and warm-ups. The league will use three courts in the complex for games. In the eight-game regular season format, each team is expected to play one back-to-back. The NBA is expected to be aggressive in moving forward in the in the upcoming dates to start the playoffs, and the previous and NBA Finals format is expected to include every other day. The top 16 in the East, 16 teams in the Eastern and Western Conference will be joined by teams currently within the within with uh, the six to eight place in the two current conferences: New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. Aaron is joining us now. How you how you doing, Aaron? I'm good. I can't complain. How you doing, man? With this new seeding and how the playoffs are going, what do you think is the outcome of this championship? Who do you think is the favorite to win the championship? I think Lakers will probably win it this year because it's in their favor. Uh, I alluded earlier that I think the Lakers will like come out the West. Uh, I think the East team will be the Bucks. But the way the seeding is, it's not going to be you know East and West team. It's going to be kind of like NCAA style. So I think. Lakers will probably benefit and win it this year. Are you worried about the Clippers at all? I didn't worry about the Clippers because they had time to rest. Uh, Paul George just came back. Uh, he's healthy. Uh, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, you know, he's healthy. And last year, you know, he played on some, some injuries. Even in the playoffs, they still won. So you're getting that team back with the full healthiness in the, in the youth. And they're going to be a, a train to reckon with, man. I think they will get the Lakers problems if they meet up. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, still think Lakers is in their favor to win because LeBron's got the high hand this year. Now, do you think the Lakers are more in the process of having the chance to win because of the reprieve or yes. because of the reprieve that they are more likely to have some uh, rust? Uh, because LeBron being their best player has and, and being the oldest in the league almost is, uh, is, is somewhat of a detriment. I think the Lakers have it because of the rest and for, for one, the injuries. Okay. You know, there's no... I'm going to go in. There's no Klay Thompson. There's no Steph Curry at 100%. No Draymond Green is lacking off this season. You don't have them saying Warriors team, so LeBron has a chance to run through the West. Uh, no KD in the East, so the East is going to be a little more easier for, you know, Milwaukee uh, because, of course, Kawhi's not there in, uh, in Toronto this year, so Milwaukee probably won't run through the East teams and through the tournament. So LeBron, best chance is to win it. Right now, because if you don't win it right now, you're never going to win it in, in the West. Especially with all these teams getting healthy and coming back this year. Okay, next so, year, so you're saying that if LeBron wins it, LeBron, LeBron has a one opportunity to win his last frame, and that this that's this year. I'm going to get a bit of benefit of the doubt. I always say he's going to win five, and I still kind of think he is going to win five. Okay. But with everybody coming back, and the Warriors, the Warriors people, are think, people think this. The Warriors are done. Nobody's a three-point shooting team. Okay. Three-point shooting is when that goal to drain no matter how old you are. He's Steve Vince Carter. Right. He's like top 10 uh, three points all the time. And he's in his 22nd season in the NBA, final season. But Steph Curry shoots, Clay Thompson shoots, Draymond Green can shoot a little bit. He doesn't beat his body up. They come off screens well. Mm-hmm. They defend well. I don't see how LeBron James can stop that unless the Warriors just, just run out of gas. And next year, they're going to be all healthy. Steve Kerr is going to be back at his coaching form. Okay. They're going to have number one pick. In October, in October draft, and they might get James Wiseman, depending on how where 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 they land up in the draft. That's the team we're working with, and I, like I said, I don't see 
LeBron about to win this year. If he don't win this year, you you pretty much in the hole. Well, I, I like I like your take. The Warriors, however, are going to be a good see, team when when Steph yeah, and, when. and Clay get back healthy. Right. That's that tandem is obviously one of the best uh, shooters in the league. Right. However, I will say this: the Warriors do have a have a, a lot a foundation. They have a foundation that most teams can't speak of. But however, they do have to work on defensively. Draymond Green still is going to be a good player, but he is a defensive stopper. He's but he's not necessarily an offensive scorer. However, you do have to surround them and get them with other players. You have Andre Iguodala who's not there anymore. You have Draymond Green who's getting up in age. I believe in the Warriors and I think they're going to be good, but I don't think I think LeBron has it's going to be a two-way uh two-way race between the Clippers and the Lakers for the next three years. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. For the next three years, they're going to have the best opportunity, I think, those two teams to win the championship. Now, of course, with the Warriors, if you, with that great organization that they have, they do know how to get pieces, and you still have Steve Kerr in the mix, which I do believe in, but I think the Warriors still have to not only get healthy, but surround Clay and and uh, Steph with the requisite pieces. But they had no, they had no problem. I'm sorry, they had no problem with that. They were doing it the last, you know, four or five years when they went on a championship run. Of course, they had KD and their backyard. But before KD came, before KD came, LeBron was the Warriors' kryptonite. I mean, outside of the game where LeBron beat the the Warriors without, uh, I mean, the, the Warriors beat LeBron without Kyrie when LeBron had a squad outside of when they had KD. LeBron and, and Kyrie and Kevin Love were legitimate uh, forces for the Warriors. Yeah, but he doesn't have that. You see all the championships, LeBron, I'm not hating on LeBron. And LeBron's the, one of K- the greatest And the players. Warriors don't have KD? I mean, but still, they said they managed to come out the West with just three men, haven't they? Say it again? They managed to come out the West with three men and, and role players. I don't, they, they came out the West uh, prior Without when when KD was on the OKC, definitely when LeBron was on K when was on Cleveland. That's what I'm talking about. They so, managed to come to West with that same squad, and what's so what's the difference? The difference is that was that was before KD and LeBron was on two different teams. KD and, and LeBron was in the West. LeBron is now in the West with the Lakers. So was Kawhi, who was also in the East at the time with the with the Raptors. But so he, you have LeBron in the East. I mean the West with the Lakers. You have. You have uh, Kawhi with the Clippers as well in the West. Not saying that the Warriors are going to are going to be legit, but I think those two teams already are going to give them some legitimate problems for the upcoming seasons. Well, you made a point too, also, that LeBron did have you know he have his his best moments against them, and he had, like I say he had Kawhi, he had uh, Kyrie Irving, and he had Kevin Love, which he only has LeBron James, Kate AD, he has Quinn Cook, and he has other guys. LeBron doesn't have that luxury of having a third player. All the championships he won, he had a third player on his role, on his role which was another superstar. Not knocking it, you know, because I'm not for the super that team. That was the player of the super team, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, you got Kawhi, and, and you got the, you got the uh, Clippers with, with, uh, with Paul George. Mm-hmm. You got the Rockets still. I mean, I mean everybody's sleeping on them because they say, you know, Westbrook and James Harden can't play together because they're both superstars in their own rights. But you still got them guys, and they're going to look for a new coach. Mm-hmm. You still got... The Jazz, who defend well, got who got Mike Conley back, who got uh, Donovan Mitchell, and you got Rudy Gobert, Mr. Coronavirus himself. Mm. Sorry, and you got other teams in the West who's up and coming. So that's what I'm saying. This is their best year to win it now. And plus, you still got the Warriors who are gonna be healthy next year. That's what I'm saying. You, your best opportunity is to win it now, LeBron. This is your your guy. This is your team, your year. And I think you will win it. And no knock to you, you will win it. 
But if you don't win it this year, it's gonna be harder next year. And again, I agree and and, and I respect I agree and disagree in the sense that I agree that it's gonna be his best chance to win this year. I disagree though, however, that he will not be able to win it next year. Outside of Kawhi, uh, I do think the Warriors are going to have something to say about it, but unless they get a legitimate third piece, a, a third scoring piece, not necessarily a Kevin Durant, but a third scoring piece, then they're gonna have some issues competing with the likes of LeBron and A D. When you think about LeBron and A D versus Steph and Kawhi, I mean Steph and Clay, who are you going with? So it just depends on, on, on what you want to do there. But since since we talked about KD and we brought him up, let's let's tr uh, transition to this. KD has came out and said that he is not coming back for the uh, for the regular season this season or the playoffs and will not be playing until next year. He came out and said, "quote It is just best for me to wait." Durant said, "I do not think I'm ready to play that type of intensity right now in the next month. It gives me more time to get ready for next season and the rest of my career. My season is over." I don't plan on playing at all. We decided last summer, within when it first happened, that I was just going to wait until the following season. I had no plans of playing this season. So, Aaron, just hypothetically speaking, if, if KD did come back and play this year, do you think the Nets would have a chance to uh, to to do something in the playoffs and possibly go to the championship? If it's eighty percent, eighty percent, possibly. Okay. But it's not going to happen. I think KD should not come back this year. I think he should stay out. With Kyrie Irving, stay out. Let your let the East play out and the West play out once mm -hmm. again, and then even yeah, if he's eighty percent, don't try. Just just stay out, man. Period. Just don't come back. You tried to come back in the finals last year, be a hero guy. It didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? You you you, you popped your Achilles really bad to the point you had to sit out this year, and you had to be on crutches. Just stay out, man. Period. Don't come back, man. I don't give you eighty percent, ninety percent. Just stay out, man. Don't try to risk anything. You haven't played. You haven't shot a ball. You haven't run around. You know, no drills like that with your teammates. Sit out. Okay. I do, however, think though, if he did, if he was eighty percent, and they do have Kyrie Irving, I think they do stand a chance to go into the championship. As soon as you have a KD and Kyrie team that is uh, healthy, at least eighty percent. That is a Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl. That is a championship contending team, and that is a team that can go far in the in the in the uh, playoffs and the finals. And after, and I, if you, with the with the players they have, Dwinley and all, and Spencer and everything, they have legitimate role players to not only back them up but to give them that extra push. With Milwaukee, you have Giannis and you have role players on the other side. Of course, you have Middleton, but he's a hit or miss type of player who has not been consistent in in this in the finals or in the playoffs whereas you have Kyrie who has shown you time and time again that he is that man that he is that dude you have Kevin Durant who has shown you consistently that he is non-stop lethal so if you have an 80% Kevin Durant and you have an a 90%, 80% Kyrie Irving which is still better than most of the league right now I think you you do give the opportunity. Now, I understand if you want to be 100%, you don't want to risk your body injury. I totally get it. I totally understand. And Kevin Durant knows his body better than I ever would. But if you, if he, and he feels like he shouldn't, so I understand. But if he felt like he could play and Kyrie could play, they definitely should. I really appreciate Aaron for coming on today. Thank you guys for stopping by. You guys have a great evening. And tune in again next week for Real Life Sports with your boy, Kendall Lewis. Peace. Sports is what we do. It's the fast track at peak speed, moving across the ice, blockers, hitters, 
B-team, beatdowns, and knockouts, doubleheaders, playoffs, touchdowns, smackdowns, on the mat or on the track, the spirit of a champion, the triple-double, make that double front flip.